welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. I'm Lori Rivers with you, here to help you with some inspiration, to get those aspirations out into the world. My gosh, what a week we just went through. And I've got some good news for you. This week, it has its crunchy moments, but Monday and Tuesday aren't that bad. Wednesday's another story and we're heading towards that full moon in Sagittarius. But you know, as as full moons go, this one's not too bad. I'm going to be talking about that here on episode 24. We're almost to June. Can you believe it? This this year has been another weird one and time has been timey-wimey. But here we are. So we're going to be talking a little bit about the bumpy week, but we start smooth and we'll take it, right? Take it while we can get it. And what's going to happen um, for us personally as we move through the week, as we get towards the Sagittarius full moon on June 3rd. Okay, so that's some of the stuff we're going to talk about. Um, Of course, and that's a Malcolm. Of course, we're going to be giving patron shout outs and I'll talk a little bit about what's coming up for patrons in June. We've got some real treats coming up. The annual summer solstice party. And that one's super fun where we do a little uh, art project and set intentions as we move into the summer solstice. Those are fabulous. I do that twice a year. I do that for the summer and the winter solstices. So we'll talk about that. And we will also be talking about some of the goodies people are going to get. I'm starting to look at 2024, guys, because June 30th, I'll be doing the 2024 year ahead because I, when, when we're running into another bumpy year, I like to give you as much of a heads up as I can so you know how to prep for that energy coming up. And so, yeah, that, that should be interesting. But uh, <laughs> in the meantime, everybody who stays a patron in June will get the 2023 year ahead as a present from me. The recorded version from November of 2022. And it has promised to be a wild and wacky ride. We're going to talk about the June astrology as well as that full moon. And answering your astrology Q&A. We've got some good ones. We're going to talk about the North Node a little bit. Because uh, we're going to set the record straight. Did you guys like the uh, patron-only podcast I did about Pluto? We had a last-minute inspiration um, to record it with with audience members. It was late night, and I was like, just going to record it for patrons. And I was like, yeah, let's see who's up, who wants to join me. We had a lot of fun with that. So I hope you had a chance to listen to the Pluto podcast episode if you are a patron. You got that. That was for all patrons. And then I did an Orange Man update for patrons, right? I did. And so uh, I think we'll be hearing some interesting information soon. That should be fun and exciting. But anyway, let's talk about that full moon coming up next. And then we'll 
then we'll talk about the rest of June because <laughs> it's setting up the summer, my friends. It's setting up the summer. So I hope you're not having to commute on Monday, but if you are, I'm your co-pilot. If you are kind of chilling out, getting away from people and just taking a minute to yourself, I hope you've got a nice glass of iced tea or lemonade or a cup of tea or coffee. And we can sit together and have an astrology chat. All right. Let's talk about the full moon coming up. All right. So the first four full moons of 2023 were pretty wacky. They were really intense and they were setting up new things. Okay. They were all at early degrees. Things have changed. The Sagittarius full moon actually isn't all that crunchy. It's a full moon. It's full moons pack a wallop regardless, but there's not a lot of um, hard aspects going on. This there's still some action with with Mars. Um, Mars will be trying the full moon. And Mars is going to be in a separating square with Jupiter. So there's a little crunch to this. I think it'll be weather. I think there'll be some political shenanigans going on. But that uh, that Sagittarius full moon actually is, is illuminating some pathways. So if you've been trying to get a project done, if you've been kind of bumping your head against a wall, if you've been feeling blocked because of that dang t-square with mars opposite pluto and both of those squared jupiter and taurus that's been that tension that's just like under your skin um it hit me in the communications department that was super fun especially when that's what you do for you know <laughs> when that's what you do for your livelihood um it's been even if it's good it's been stressful right guys you know, have you been feeling that tension? And it might might be better than it has been. You know, doesn't mean it's a bad problem. There's just this hum of tension going on. So that continues. It gets easier into the second week of June. It, it, that part lightens up. Um, we have other things coming. I'll talk about that in a minute. But this full moon illuminates a pathway, a doorway, a window of an existing project. Okay, so this isn't anything new. It shouldn't be a surprise. But you might get an epiphany or an aha or a sudden insight or just a little flush of hope. And don't we all need a little bit of hope? It's been a wild time to be a human being in the last three years. I think we're all a little bit, if not a lot, tired. And so this gives us a little bit of, hey, keep going. Put one foot in front of another energy. And um, I went through that tonight during the full moon workshop and the, uh, and the um, meditation. And man, I wish I could have gone to bed after that. That was just really soothing. And um, the insight I got from the meditation was that it really was to soothe the nerves and to put you in a state of readiness to, to be open to seeing the way forward with this full moon, which that's quite lovely. I think we had a really nice gathering. 
we do those full moon workshops right now we're doing them at the end of the month right before the full moon and every month is starting with a full moon this year up to august and then we'll move to the end of the month in september because august has two full moons august should be a very interesting month of 2023 so this week monday tuesday is not too bad i talked about that in the intro uh wednesday is contentious and it's kind of interesting because that's when they're supposed to take the vote in the house um i think i think the mega republicans are probably gonna you know f around and find out is what I think, but I, I I don't see the the I don't see the bills not getting paid. I just don't see negotiations working. So we'll we'll see what the political shenanigans are. But when that moon goes into Scorpio, things are tense. It, it's opposite Jupiter. Um, it's square Pluto. It's it's that's where the crunch comes in, guys. So. On an individual level, you might feel frustrated. You might be worried. You might be, you know, watching the markets go all over the place. And, and you can't, you gotta, you gotta focus forward. Okay. You gotta focus forward, even if it looks nuts, you know, bring your attention inside, kind of shut off the media noise. Okay. And, and just keep moving forward with with whatever project or plan you've got going if you've got one okay now for the people who are desperately trying to get back to normal in life okay and and trying to live in a pre-pandemic way um stop it (laughs) it's dumb it is never going to be the same the holes in the systems that we use the bad infrastructure the, the holes in the government systems, the holes in the commercial systems, the illusion that people swore was reality, you know. So all those people say, hey, kid, get a real job. You know, those people can all go jump off a cliff because reality is shifting, okay? Our perceived reality is shifting. And the Sag full moon is going to illuminate some of that as well and it's going to say hey go this way it looks maybe it looks crazy maybe it's the road less traveled but this is the way this is this is where things are going to work out um i I get annoyed when people say sag energy is over optimistic i don't think it is i have a fair amount of sag influence in my chart and i don't think i'd be here without that optimism you know if you want to sit and and over intellectualize the existential crisis of humanity and you think that makes you a genius i've got another thing coming for you it doesn't you know that constant narrative of if we're going to be intelligent beings we have to point out all the problems anybody can find a problem okay anybody can deny a problem but take smart people to look for solutions and look for pathways where we can adapt, move forward, find some kind of mitigation effort. I'm going to double down. I'm going to double down on climate change, guys. Climate change is probably the greatest threat. In fact, I don't think probably. I think it is the greatest threat to us right now. I think the planet's fine. I think humanity needs to move its its tuchus. Um, 
And we got to move fast. Okay. And there's only so much we can do about that. We're, we're really going to have to get corporations down to their knees to make the good decisions because we're, we're really, really pushing up against the limits and we have to adapt and mitigate. So there's that. It, try to grow as much as you can. I keep saying that, but it, it's, it's just, uh, that's where we're at. I do see us coming out the other side. Okay. I think humanity will mitigate, will adapt. Um, but I think it, it always takes us a crisis to do it. So this week, <laughs> let go of that and put your focus on a forward path. Let yourself find the inspiration. Stop looking at the problems and be open to solutions. And that's that's going to be a way forward this week. So that's how our June starts. It starts with, okay, we've got solutions. We've got a pathway. It might be a little unorthodox or it might be a little bold or it might be a little crazy looking, crazy sounding, but, but here we are folks. This is where we're at. And then we keep moving forward through June and let me get my handy dandy calendar, my handy dandy June calendar. We've got an interesting month ahead. So, uh, <clears throat> June 3rd, we have the moon, the full moon in Sagittarius. June 5th, Venus is in Leo. Venus moves into Leo on June 5th, which is kind of interesting because it'll be making a square with Jupiter. Um, it won't be conjunct Mars just yet. Venus is going to be in Leo you know, all the way to September because it retrogrades uh, July 23rd. And so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting watching that play out. I'll do an episode about it. I promise. And then June 11th, we have a couple of fun things happening. So Pluto's been retrograde since April. It slides back into Capricorn on June 11th. Don't whine at me. It's going to be opposite my sun and my Mercury. So, you know, I'm, I'm just going to sit there and nod at you going, I'm, I'm sorry, that sucks. Uh, me too. Um, remember, Pluto transits are all about relinquishing control. And, and if you're like, but I'm a control freak. Like, well, the universe is telling you to cut it out. Um, I'm a Scorpio rising. Okay. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I live through Pluto <laughs> going through... <laughs> Going through my uh, first house, so uh, and my second house, it's in my third now, which is, in my opinion, a way better transit. And I could talk about that, but that's another day. Um, then Mercury, the same day, June eleventh, we've got Mercury ingressing into Gemini. June seventeenth, Saturn stations retrograde. Remember, Saturn does this every year. It's nothing new. It's not rare. But we're going to find out where our public health policy has totally screwed the pooch. Um, because we're going to have more than one health crisis through the summer. Do I see us locking down? Probably not. I think, I think our leadership nationally, corporately, globally has already shown it, it would rather see a buck than, than to rape by society. 
Uh, June 18th, we have the new moon in Gemini. It's square Neptune. It's square Neptune. And then June 19th, we have Jupiter sextile Saturn. Um, June 21st is the summer solstice. We'll have our little party where we make our intention art cards. And June 30th, it, oh, sorry, June 26th, we have Mercury ingress into Cancer. June 30th is Neptune retrograde. Um, that too happens yearly and it lasts for about five and a half months. And then um, that's going to be clear seeing. That's where all the, the tea always gets spilled during Neptune retrograde. And then June 30th, also, we have the Sun conjunct Mercury in a Kazemi. What I left out was the 2nd of June. We have Venus trine Neptune. And it'll still be trine Neptune during that full moon on June 3rd. That's great. Make a wish energy. You know, and with that full moon, this is where we lean into our optimism. So June is a setup month for July, which is super crunchy um, because the nodes change from Taurus to Aries. There'll be square Pluto and Capricorn. Um, oh, it, it's it's interesting, and I think I think I think we're going to see the Republican Party kind of eat itself. Um, but it will disrupt our governments, you know, so, you know, the more they're disruptive as lawmakers, the, the harder it is, but it's a very contentious summer. So it certainly ain't the summer of love I can say that, it, but for some people it will be with that Venus and Leo action. So, you know, you fire signs, you guys, you guys might get a little action going and have some romance and you know what if the whole world is burning and you decide that you're just gonna throw it to the wind and do hearts and flowers and dance on the beach that's okay all right it's okay some stuff we can't do anything about we can prepare as best as we can but the people who do well in any kind of difficult situation, they're people who have a focused mindset. They're not, they don't let their consciousness get whipped up by the media and social media. And they find ways to take meaningful action. So there's that. Um, if you are a patron, I went through some of this in the horoscopes. And then I went through the horoscopes for all the rising signs. So um, we've had Jupiter conjunct the North Node. And again, I'm going to talk about the North Node at the end of the podcast and kind of put that in perspective for you guys. Um, the 2nd of June through the 3rd, Venus is trying Neptune. This is really about, you know, energizing our heart's desire. It, it, isn't, it isn't delusional to use our imaginative faculty to want better. You know, this is leaning into belief. And with that full moon in Sagittarius, belief is everything. So the bumpiness on is going to be really May 31st through June 3rd during the gibbous phase of the moon, the waxing gibbous phase, where stuff is up on deck to be examined. And we're looking at our security issues. Our people are worried about, you know, their job security, their livelihood, their housing, the, the basic needs. And we'll probably hear more about reproduction 
from people who want to put their nose in other people's business a little bit too much. So all of that is happening this week. Um, June, the June astrology, we're probably going to see some systemic issues with infrastructure, banking, commercial real estate, um, political party fallout. I think we're really going to watch over the next, over the summer, the, the Republicans um, most likely go after each other. I think the Democrats, um, I don't, I don't think they're going to have the same kind of problems. Although um, we may see some pushing against as, as some of the elder members of the Democrat party, maybe there may be negotiations to get appointments to replace them, to get them to step down. Um, We'll see. I think there's a little bit of power struggle there too, but it's it's not as obvious as on the other side. So that's kind of what's up on deck there. How's how if you're driving, how you doing? Watch out for cars. Okay. I think it's probably pretty good Monday. I think we're doing pretty good. Um there might be some high speed chases in the evening as you know, once the moon moves into Libra and it's trying Pluto. Yeah. But how is that a big shock on a holiday Monday, right? Um, if you don't have to drive, kick back, stay home, have a have a have an iced tea, eat a moon pie, chill out. <laughs> Sun remains in Gemini until the twenty first of June. Then it's Cancer season, yay! I can't wait till we do the party. I love doing this party. We do it over Zoom. Um, I'll send out instructions, but usually we do like, um, I tell you to get like a three by five inch card or a playing card or have some card stock on you of any size. So think like a vision board, except it's just, a, it's a very focused intention card. And, um, I just got some new art supplies. I'm going to play around with some ideas, some, because I love the solstice, both of them. This is where I like to just celebrate that time of transition in the year. So if you're a patron, stay tuned. I'll be announcing that the first week of June to give you time. So you can get it on your calendar. So you can get it on your calendar. All right. So honestly, this week isn't too bad. Like I said, when the moon's in Scorpio, Wednesday, 30, Thursday, those are the crunchiest bits. Friday, there's some tension, but it releases into the evening when the moon goes into Sagittarius. Um, there's going to be interesting times, but but we start the week off with a little bit of calm, just like the weekend was a little bit calm. Everybody's a little quiet, and I think that's just because we're tired. Um, so that's just kind of how that goes. Um, yeah, so... It's it's a wild time on the planet. So I was gonna say, when you guys, um, if you're if you're not a patron and you just follow me on TikTok or you do my live streams or you know, and you you ask me about your specific state or country or particular politicians, uh, I have to look at charts. You know, I think sometimes think people think I have a crystal ball. That's not how astrology works. We we are looking at data sets. And so I have to look at it. So when it comes to like Ken Paxton or, you know, other people. Now, if you want to know about DeSantis, I've got a video up on my, on my uh, TikTok. I did, I went through his placements. 
he doesn't have a birth time. So that's the other thing. A lot of these um, rate mirrors, they don't have birth times up. So it's hard to it's hard to run a chart without a birth time. But just with his placements, he doesn't have anything obviously helping him out to become president. Um, no, I, I just don't see that happening. I don't, I don't think he can pull the country. I just don't. Um, and you'd be like, but people said that about Trump. Yeah, but I also, in 2016, after the Democrat primaries, uh, when Bernie didn't get the nomination, I, I knew it would be Trump, okay? Because what I saw on election day was that a populist would win. What I see for election day of 2024 is that the, the current power remains in power. Okay, the current power remains in power. So um, I don't I don't know why th anybody would think that the president wouldn't run. I mean, maybe his age, um, but you know, we we have a younger vice president. So if something were to happen to the president, we have rules of succession. You know, so it's all in the Constitution, which is a pretty short document, and it's honestly not that hard of a read. So. I think I, I, I just don't see the Republicans taking it just doesn't look like it. And when I look at the Republican Party's formation and I look at the astrology of that, they're, they're in a crisis point as they eat each other. So Democrats will have their own thing a little later down the line, but they've been in flux for quite a long time. It's such a loose coalition. I think I've seen them more united this year than I have, I think, in 30 years, 40 years. So there's that. That's what's up on deck. I know, I know, I'm low energy. I'm sorry. I cannot with this T-squared. It's getting me, guys. So, um, well, and I worked over... We're now on hour 14. <laughs> I had a really busy Sunday. So, um, started with Coffee with Lori, did the horoscopes live... Took a break, did a workshop, got the the horoscope planners done. Every every rising sign gets a horoscope planner that's up in Patreon. So I finished those up, um, got everything up into Patreon, and then went almost went to bed and went, oh no, I have to do the podcast. So I'm a little low energy today. Thank you for your patience. All right. So uh yeah. Let's take a look at um, doing some patron shout outs. Let's do that. Patron shout outs. All right. You hear the music. You know what time it is. It is time for my favorite part of the podcast. This is where I feel also NPR-ish. I want to thank my patrons for supporting the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. Without you, there is no me. Uh, the Discord is hopping. That alone is a great place. We have a ton of resources. We keep you up to date on the news. Um, there's like a jillion channels. And if you're having a hard time learning how to use Patreon, just click around. You know, you, that, you really can't break it. <laughs> just click around. It takes a minute. Be patient. Get in and get to know people. All right. Ask questions. Have some conversations because if you don't make connection, 
Well, it's going to be difficult going forward. How do you make connections with people? You ask simple questions like, how are you today? How are you doing? You comment on other people's posts and say, oh, wow, that's interesting. Or thank you for sharing. How interesting. Can you tell me more? Those are all really good questions to ask people when you're trying to get to know them. Um, so the Discord is always popping. It's a great place. Amazing people. And then in the... Oh my gosh, there's so many things happening in Patreon. So at the last Sunday of every month is Coffee with Lori. Everybody gets to come to that regardless of their tier. Uh, Planet of the Month Club is looking at Mars. It's looking at Mars in June. That is the planet of the month we're investigating. Uh, Living by Luna gets the Mars, uh, sorry, gets the planet of the month content. Um, and vice versa, Planet of the Month gets the Living by Luna content. And so we'll continue since we've just, we're just winding up the moon. We will be, um, we will be continuing to do our lunar observations using the Living by Luna technique in the Planet of the Month Club Discord. Mystery School is humming along. It's a member-led weekly meeting there's a couple of times a week we just sent out a notice on that big thank you to kimberly and zach and riley and kirsten for kind of spearheading things in there why am i not leading because you guys need to learn how to lead yourselves and learn how to follow one another and i designed this system that i can get my doctorate my doctorate of education actually um and that's what you're using in the mystery school to train your Mercuries, align your Venuses so you can take action that is authentic and designed just for you. That's in the mystery school. So let's give a big shout out to our patrons. Um, again, without you, there is no me. And uh, that's exciting. Let's see. Because uh, I'm just so tickled that you guys are there with me um having that kind of support is huge so we have shireen mia Jax, amy morgan joshua lizzie caitlin sue hazel james jerica Judy, sarah sam electra susan nikki simone andrea pandine sherry and Holly, welcome, 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 patrons. It's so good to have you here. Um, in the horoscopes, you now have your new little weekly planner I did for all the rising signs. You all get one. You can print it out, use it as a journal, put it in a notebook. Fun stuff. Of course, everybody gets the astro guides. Yeah. We've got good stuff coming up in June. You'll get the 2023 Year Ahead Seminar I did back in uh, November. I did one in June, one in November as a follow-up. Going to do the same thing this year with 2024. You guys get a special discount because you're patrons. Um, but in June, you'll get the 2023 Year Ahead. Um, I'm opening up my Year Ahead readings, by the way. I will announce that to patrons first and you'll get your special discount on those. I'm not going to keep the registration open for too long. Because when I do those back to back, it, it's a lot. Those are very 
involved readings and it's a lot of charts because I do your solar return, your lunar return um, for each month for 12 months and we look at your transits. It's it's a lot. It's very thorough. It's like, a, it's like an annual astrological physical. It's a lot. So anyway, that's all happening in June and much, much more. So stay a patron and you'll find out what else is up. All right. This is not going to be the longest podcast episode I've ever done. This one might be a little shorter just because, man, I'm tired, guys. It's been a long week. You know what I'm going to talk about in the next one? I'm going to talk about a couple of projects that are maturing and and i'm going to talk about how to kind of deal with resistance patterns when some of this crunchy energy is up because it's part of why i'm tired (laughs) i've got that going on all right so we'll talk about that coming up next What do you do with it when it's crunchy? This T-square was really intense. It, it, it's I, I'm feeling it physically. Um, I've, I've been feeling like the tension and I have nothing bad happening in my life. In fact, it, if I look, talk to a past me, like go back five years, six years, 10 years, and I say, hey, this is what you're going to be doing in 2023. I would have been like, no way. Really? All of that? All of that's happening all at the same time? First of all, why did I have to wait so long? But second of all, all at the same time? Isn't that a lot? Didn't you bite off more than you can chew? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you did. But it's all coming together, kiddo. And so even though there's not a single damn problem it's a lot of input coming in all at once and it was a little overwhelming we talked a little bit about that in uh, coffee with Lori. i'm not the only one going through it because this t and t square energy it's extremely energetic because we've got mars and leo making a square to jupiter in taurus and being um jupiter is also square pluto which mars is opposite so it's just it's a lot of energy it's a lot of change and there's nowhere for that energy to go and it just kind of builds up and maybe you have a good cry to release but maybe you can't and um i actually had an upset stomach with all of it you know it's just like so much stuff going on um and i you know there was a couple days i just didn't feel good just because so much is going on and i'm a sensitive little bug i know you we know you guys will be like what you i'm like yeah i'm actually really sensitive um emotionally and and psychologically you know i can be fragile so what do you do with it well for me i rested i rested when i could i didn't get a lot of rest um, some nights it was hard to sleep. One night I, there was no getting sleep. It wasn't happening until I came out into the, uh, the living room and slept on my couch. You know, it was just one of those, you know, kind of like when you're a little kid, you know, just made my little nest on my couch and you do what you can do to move through the energy. So, you know, there were things I had to let drop just because I did not have the capacity to do it. I couldn't, I didn't do a lot of TikToks. I didn't, I missed um, some Mm -hmm. crunch reports. I did not have the energy 
to do it. So there was that. So moving forwards, moving forwards, as we, as we do, uh, you can meditate. Um, it was a great reminder during the full moon ceremony uh, tonight that, you know, maybe meditate with a little more intention and and you can listen to music you don't have to go to no mind these are guided meditations that i channel for people um and it was very soothing energy like i said boy i wish i could have just gone to sleep so what all is coming it is like in my direction it's all been good stuff okay um i have the card project I've talked about where it's it's not just cards it's a learning tool it's an esoteric astrology learning tool I love esoteric astrology it's really of all I'm really good at mundane it's not my passion you know predicting things gets heavy sometimes I, do, how much do you think I like giving bad news <laughs> it's not my favorite folks um, I love teaching people how to see the greater part of themselves, find their value, help them actualize and realize and, and really live in the purpose that you came here to be in. And um, esoteric astrology really deals with the spiritualization of matter. And you are a spiritual being having a human experience. And I'm excited about this project. The artist Taryn Dufault is, is really lovely. And this project, she she just brought it to life with her art. And uh, we ran into a hiccup trying to get it uploaded. And um, I'll, I'll work on that tomorrow. I just did not have time Sunday to do it. So um, I'll try to get it done today, Monday. But we'll, we'll see. My schedule got... It's my day off. It's not my day off. <laughs> it's my day off. It's not my day off. Welcome to the T-square, hitting my third, ninth, and sixth house. Ah, um, you rest in between. You rest in between. I try to find something a little distracting that I can do that isn't doom scrolling. Um, I'll, I'll sit and play a little video game or go take a walk, take Malcolm for a pup cup, you know, things like that to kind of break up the tension, take a bath, get a soak in, um, you know, do the best you can, make sure you're eating well, make sure you're drinking enough water, that all helps. Um, those are, that's what you can do when it's crunchy. You cannot power through and bust through this energy. All you can do is kind of just take it step by step. This is step by step energy. This isn't battering ram you try to batter your you know use a battering ram with this energy you're just going to meet a really thick wall and you're going to bounce off of it so you just kind of have to go step by step by step and if something isn't working or you don't have the energy for it you're just going to have to put it down for a minute and people are going to understand or they're not going to understand and you just have to you just have to deal with what comes you know, not everybody's going to be on the same page with you. Not everybody's going to like what you do. Not everybody's going to be understanding or have compassion. They're going through their own crap. You know, you just, you just deal with it. Okay. By the way, speaking of drinking water, did you drink enough water today? Did you? Did you? All right. Well, make sure you do. Okay. We want to stay hydrated. Uh, we want to take care of ourselves. All right. Make sure you had enough to eat. 
Get up and move if you've been sitting too long. Have a stretch. You got to do some self-care. Self-care does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be floofy. And it can mean that you just turn off all the noise. You know, for me, I was really, really mentally overstimulated. It's all good. I have a business project I'm working on, and it's a stretch. It's a big stretch from what I'm used to doing. Um, plus, I have podcast interviews I'm doing. I'm getting on other podcasts. I was on Christine Blasdale's uh, podcast, Out of the Box with Christine. If you haven't listened to that, you check out the link in the show notes of the last episode, episode 23. I linked to Christine's blog or not blog, uh, podcast. Um, but I'm a whole bunch of other ones are coming out too. By the way, we're redesigning the website for woke astrology and I'm working on laurierivers.com. There's so much coming because, um, with the card project and I'll announce the title soon, patrons will find out first. Um, that's coming along. Um, getting that website done. There's just, and I have help. Like Casey's taken on doing the slides for me. Jennifer does admin for me. Um, Kathy, who's sister luck in the Discord, she's going to help me by being kind of editor in chief of the newsletter we're getting together. Uh, so the delegation is happening, but there's some stuff I just have to do myself. And I think you understand that we're all wearing lots of hats where we all need about eight different arms, right? Well, Sometimes there's 10 projects and only eight arms and you're going to have to put something in the freezer or put something in the back burner. Um, I have another project I can't talk about yet, but it's so cool. Um, that should be ready by fall. And while all this other stuff was going, it comes, it, it operates in phases. And so, um, we ended one phase and we're starting to get ready for the final phase. And, Oh my God. So exciting. So it's all good stuff. But remember, even a lot of good stuff can cause a lot of stress. Now, what if it's not good stuff? What if, what if you had a loss or took a hit or your relationship is rocky or your finances are rocky? How do you, how do you manage that with this kind of energy? Well, do you do it the same way? You take care of what you can take care of okay, and keep your eye open for opportunity. There is always opportunity to be had. Sometimes it shows up in the weirdest ways. And that might happen on the second and the third. There might be just like some strange, cool, divine timing, like things that come into your life. But you got to you got to be open to it, but not like forcing yourself to find it. You know, you can't. It's like um, if you if you're like if you're single and you really want a boyfriend or girlfriend or them friend and you like everywhere you go, you're like, is that them? Is that them? Is that them? You're not going to find it. A watch pot never boils. Right. So, um, but some of the coolest connections I ever made were kind of random, um, and synchronistic. And so synchronicities will abound on June 2nd and June 3rd. Just be open to seeing them. You know, and it might be something small. It might be you see a penny on the ground. Well, find a penny, pick it up. Then all day you have good luck. It could start that small and and cascade into something really cool. All right. Or you might um, see a hummingbird or an eagle or a vulture or a dolphin or something. And it's it's a sign, I tell you. 
And you got to be open. Don't rationalize it away. Okay. That's what you do. You look for one good thing. One good thing. That's it. Don't try to be high vibing if you don't feel it. Just get to reasonably content. Or if you can't get to that, neutral. Neutral. Like, it doesn't suck. Right? Being Kitu, it doesn't suck. It could be, maybe you get a surprise bill or something. You're like, well, I can pay part of it. Hey, yay, celebrate. You know, at least you got something to pay part of it. Right? May not be the whole thing, but you got a little bit. All right? Remember, I'm the lady who blew life up at 46 years old and went to nothing, nada, nada, except my computer and my phone and my car. And even my phone and my car weren't in my name right away. And at that time, I had no evidence my life was going to work out. None. And what was really funny, because I wasn't speaking my truth, I just took action. And the other person got to speak their truth. And all these people believed that I was just, you know, trying to recapture my youth. Instead of like, no, I need to be ready for 2020. I need to be living my life authentically. I can't be compromised. But, you know, I had no evidence it was going to work out other than I'm an astrologer and I knew I had relatively decent transits, right? Relatively decent transits. And that it'd probably be okay. But the 2016 version of me looking to now would have been like, really? That's cool. I like that life. I'm glad I built that life. But that's wild. All of this stuff is maturing at the same time. How typical. Because that's how life goes. When it rains, it pours. So whether it's positive or negative, we're all going to be feeling the stress because we are living in a time of systemic change. So you want to give yourself as much soothing as possible. Listen to soothing music. You know, don't doom scroll. Tune off mainstream media because it sucks anyway. Catch the headlines. That's what I do. I just go look at headlines. And if something catches my attention, I read it. <clears throat> You know, I try to stay away from any anything that's that's just going to throw me off entirely. I'm not ignoring the world, but, you know, I'm aware of climate change. I'm aware of the political instability. I'm aware of the infrastructure being shot. I'm, I'm, I'm more aware than necessary. Let's put it that way. Because can I fix any of it? No, I can't. I can take care of what I can take care of. And, and part of what I'm taking care of is this right here, the podcast, talking to you, doing readings, helping people find their best route to dealing with life. That that's, that's in my hands. That's what I can do. And that's all you can do is do what's in your hands. Okay. Speaking of hands, it's Monday. It's a holiday. You're not folding a towel, are you? Okay. Well, if it makes you feel better to do that, go ahead. But I think, you know, take the day off for a minute. Put your feet up. All right. Okay. I think it's time for some astrology Q&A. We're going to talk about the North Node. about the north node now i think i answered this question before it came from andrew f how do you interpret the north node i've understood this to be a possible life goal 
And, and actually, I really like this question, Andrew, and I'm pretty sure I've answered this on the podcast, but I've been wanting to talk about the nodes again. So the North Node and South Node are a mathematical axis. They are calcul- calculation points. These are not planets up in the sky that we can see with or without a telescope. Every planet, not luminary, but every, well, every planet has a node. Okay, okay obviously the luminary, the moon has a node. Everything has a node. It's a mathematical calculation point. We get excited because Jan Spiller wrote a book in the 90s, and I loved that book as a young astrologer. And she channeled the information, and we all were like, oh my gosh, it's our destiny, it's our karma, it's our dharma, this is our life path. And there's a lot of misunderstandings around it. So to my mind, the nodes are windows in time where we have a little less wiggle room (laughs) by transit. Okay. So if you have the North node transiting a part of your chart, that means the South node is also transiting at the same time because it's a polarity. Um, That means they're opposite ends of a pole. For those of you going, wait, Lori, what's a polarity? Well, imagine a big stick and on one end you've got A and on the other end you got B. Well, A is the North Node, B is the South Node. And you move the stick, that those opposite ends are still opposite ends. So the North Node in general, in, in my experience, is it's kind of what we're, it's the skill sets we're here to learn. And we're going to learn it no matter what. We might learn it by doing um, the opposite of what we need to do. And we, we learn something the hard way or we embrace it. It depends on the person, depends on the aspects going on with the nodes. Um, it is not comfortable. The North Node is like a new pair of shoes in the natal chart. Transit-wise, the nodes um, show us like windows of, of time. And, and they're kind of like significant turning points. So we just had the node conjunct Jupiter. This, this was fiscally um, and stability-wise an opportunity we could walk through. And I, I don't know that we made it through it, you know, in, in the best way we could. I think, I think we might hear about innovations when it comes to food supply. I think we might hear innovations when it comes to the economies. Who knows? Maybe we did. Um, Who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? I just, sometimes we walk through those gateways, you know, and, and awesome stuff happens, but I think we're going to be forced into making those changes. And that's more of what that nodal conjunction was because of the square from Mars. Um, you know, the node, the nodes are over played with in astrology you know that's that's just all there is to it people people are overly concerned with the nodes um instead of really doing the homework on on the inner planets especially you know all the luminaries the sun moon are the luminaries and then mercury venus and mars those five planets those that's the interior part of your nature and then you understand yourself that the synthesis of those you understand yourself through the ascendant and so it's it's all synthesis so i think 
answered that one as well. Andrew, you am, you ask very good questions. I totally appreciate it. Um, ah, from Angela in Kentucky. Could you explain more about a person's progress chart? Thank you for this, by the way. Yeah, Angela, you're welcome. So a progress chart it's, we call it actually a secondary progression. That's, that's what I'm going to talk about. And we, it, it's, we basically use a formula called a year for a day. And so progress charts become much more relevant after the Uranus opposition. So mid forties, and I don't see it apply too heavily until about 45. Everybody in their late 40s or late 30s is like, I already feel it. No, you don't. You're feeling something else. Um, it, trust me, you'll know it. You'll know it. It ain't the same thing. I promise. Um, in the late 30s, you're kind of doing that. The first Saturn square after the Saturn return. And so you, you, you think you're feeling the Uranus opposition. You are not, you will do something wild and crazy probably, um, or break free in some way that during the Uranus opposition, that's very different than what you do in your late thirties. So after the Uranus opposition, just from my own noticings and my practice, the secondary progress chart, um, plays a larger role. And it never replaces the natal chart. So we do a year for a day. So if your birthday is like February 1st and you're 45 years old, we count 45 days from that. Okay. I could have probably picked a better month, but we would count 40, um, 45 days out and you'd have to watch whether it's leap years or not. So let's not choose February. Let's do March. Um, so March 1st and you'd count 45 days. So March has 31 days. Then we count the, you know, the rest to get to the 45. So it would be April something and April, whatever it is. And I'm not counting cause I'm very tired. It's almost two in the morning. I've been running all day. Well, since yesterday, um, that would then become your birthday. Okay. And you plug it in. You can just go to astro.com and do the calculation or astro seek to do the calculation. Um, that works fine. And, um, you don't replace the natal chart, but it will show, um, kind of you and your maturity. Yeah. So how you've grown, how you've matured, um, and then where the emphasis in life is, you know, so sometimes when we get older, you know, um, like maybe in our fifties and we're looking, maybe we've got more free time now, you know, the kids are, sometimes the kids are grown. Sometimes your careers change and you're in a position where you have maybe a little more leisure time, hopefully, maybe not. And your younger relatives will say, well, do what you did when you were young. And you're like, yeah, but I've done that. And, and you'll, you'll see the fifth house has changed because the house positions change too. the, the ascendant progresses. And, and so you'll be like, why don't I like those things I liked when I was 20? Well, because you're in a different space now you've chewed that gum and the 
secondary progress chart shows the new gum flavor you prefer. So that's kind of what is up on deck. But your interior nature, your, your inside of you is always the natal chart. But I like to check the progress chart for transits, especially when it comes to like your work life, your love life, things like that. I, if you're over 45, I see a, a, a much stronger correlation with transits in that. That was a good question. Thank you for asking. I'll do one more and then we're going to wind up. I know this is going to be a short episode, but there's only so much juice in this, in this old girl. She's, she's running out. Um, okay. Saf is asking, what is the effect of sun plus mercury combust as opposed to Kazemi? That's a good question. Um, I, I honestly haven't noticed a major difference. I just haven't. Um, I think Kazemi, they might operate a little bit more in tandem and combust. Mercury is, you know, maybe maybe it's somebody who thinks really quick but their ideas fry out i don't know i i haven't noticed a huge difference uh, between the two to be honest i think people overemphasize these things i think it just depends on the individual and what aspects are being made to the combust or kazimi it's it's a quick mind you know it's a quick mind so both are quick minds you know so that's what we can show alrighty um those were all good questions guys um right well my friends it has been a um It's been a long day and I, I hope you enjoy your week and look forward to this pretty cool full moon coming up. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next time on the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. <laughs>